Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to The Health Project, a series of podcasts that will answer all your questions on health, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, everything about health. I'm your host, Shwetamri Shetty, and I will be bringing in a new expert every episode to talk about health and to inspire you to live a better, stronger, and healthier life. Hello and welcome to The Health Project. Now, this is a series of podcasts where we answer all your questions and mostly discuss amongst ourselves everything related to health, which is, you know, fitness, you know, mindfulness, nutrition, sleep, so many aspects to health, right? It's multidimensional aspects of health is what we are going to cover. And fitness is just one aspect of it, right? And we're going to have different experts coming in and talking about all of these different subjects and topics uh, and help you really, you know, be able to change your lifestyle, build a routine and live a very healthy life. Okay, today's guest is very, very special uh, because of a lot of reasons, but I'm not going to get deep into those reasons, right, Rish? But he is someone uh, who originally started the first center of cult or the name of cult, which is, of course, you know, everywhere today, right? Uh, but more than anything else, he's, he's a great friend. Um, and I think the way I have observed him change his life and lifestyle and everything over the last six, seven years that I've known him um, is something that needed to be spoken about because there's a lot of takeaway from it. Uh, it's going to, you know, help you with some good insights, right? So yeah, I'm going to start off with Rishabh Telang. Yeah, you all know him. You've probably done a lot of sessions with him on the Cult app also. But for everyone who probably doesn't know him, Rishabh Telang started the first Cult Center, like I said. And today he's very integral part of Cult, of course. Uh, the entire fitness at Cult pretty much happens with him, by him, etc. <laughs> right? But I'm going to... Uh, the first and the foremost question that I'm going to ask him is going to be about health itself, because that's what this entire series of podcasts is going to be. What does health mean to you? Okay, first of all, thank you so much. Uh, the entire fitness is cult is you, me, and a lot of other people. Uh, not just me, I'm I'm one part of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, been very fortunate. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. Yes. And uh, your question is, what does health mean to me? Okay, so health is, for me... Um, I mean, over the over last many years, the meaning of health has been evolving. Yes. Uh, so I've been, you know, even before I, I sort of started working out in a gym. Uh, I used to be an athlete. I used to be a basketball player. I wanted to make my career in that sport, which did not happen. And this is way back, uh, like towards the later part of my school and early graduation. Uh, but then uh, it was important for me to get a job. And so I studied and, you know, got into corporate worked with in in a hardcore uh, FMCG sales organization for a couple of years, uh, uh, IT company for for about four, four and a half years. And yeah. during that time is when, um, you know, I did a lot of running around, uh, you know, for work uh, in yeah. all, the, all the heat and everything, especially during my FMCG days. Uh, and that's around the time when, you know, health for me took a backseat. And my day would look like just get up, maybe skip breakfast or eat whatever is available uh, be outside you know doing all all the work that you need to do uh, come back home 
have some alcohol and uh, eat whatever junk is available and i did that for about a couple of years and i did not even realize when from being an athlete i became very opposite of it i also gained a lot of weight i wasn't feeling the best while i was doing a lot of work i wasn't really feeling productive because it was just for the heck of it and that is when i decided to you know change my job and got into uh, technology consulting uh, started getting back into sports uh, after that uh, because sports is what i used to do back yeah. then and because i had a background of being an athlete i just i was just able to pick it up yeah fast uh, and then you know started getting back into shape i again uh, i wanted to compete so i was a part of a few brazilian jiu jitsu tournaments uh, i got slightly injured uh, got exposed to crossfit uh, during during those days and i really loved the format you know crossfit even much better than me you've competed in crossfit open yeah. uh, so many times uh fell in love with the format and then i went deeper into it started understanding what you know what fitness really is started studying fitness as a trainer or a coach and not just as a person who practices yeah. uh fitness uh and that is when the entire shift started to happen uh started decided to get full time into fitness and that is when cult happened uh but then after that is when I was fortunate enough to meet a lot of people uh like you and many other people who've inspired me who've guided me uh and then I started understanding health as a very overall concept and not just crushing your yourself at the gym <laughs> uh and that changed a lot of things for me uh, I was also uh, you know about a year year and a half back or so I was reading this book called Every Day is Game Day written by Mark Versteel and he speaks about something called the performance day and that concept really stood out performance day performance day mm. uh, and that's one takeaway that i'd like people to yeah probably have yeah. uh from this uh from this talk uh performance day is maybe you go and work out at the gym mm. and you've had a great workout mm. but after that what happened after that did you just ended up eating some junk yeah. or maybe starving yourself or whatever i mean but you didn't do a good job with your nutrition yeah in that case it is not a performance day because your performance day is a combination of four different aspects mm. movement being one of them and that includes your purposeful exercise which is going and working out at a gym yeah uh or going out for a run not just necessarily yeah. a gym just yeah. getting a purposeful workout true and it also includes your non exercise movement like washing your car uh 10000 steps that you are probably tracking throughout the day and all of those things but it includes movement as a discipline so movement is one uh the second aspect of a performance day is your nutrition so you got to track if you are you know doing well on your nutrition overall or not your post workout nutrition your pre workout nutrition and you know all of those yeah, healthy through the eating day. through throughout the day uh the third aspect is recovery so are you doing enough Yeah. Uh, for your recovery because you know you build you go to the gym because you want to build strong and large muscles for most people and uh, you actually build muscles or you actually build strength when you're resting mm. and recovering and not when you are working out actually yeah. right okay. so if you haven't done if you haven't dedicated some amount of your mind share to recovery then it is not a performance day so that's the third pillar and uh, things that promote recovery is of course sleep yes. uh it is of course hydration uh it's also the kind of supplements 
if at all you are taking supplements to aid recovery uh your the kind of relationship you have with people around you yeah all of those things play a very Social, important role yes. uh, it, it yes. plays a very important role so recovery being the third pillar and the fourth pillar is your mindset yeah. do you have do, are you doing anything to make sure that you have that mindset of a winner every single day yeah. uh most of the times you have to actively put in some effort maybe you got to meditate maybe you have to do some breathing practice or you know just follow your morning rituals and sleep rituals and if you've if you've done those rituals you actually feel uh, better you actually start feeling more productive you st- actually start looking forward to the next day uh, and those things are facts it's proven by a lot of behavior behavior science uh, and hence actively doing something for your mindset is important so these are the four things and what he has written in that book is that 80% is actually the new 100% so if you are doing if you are 80% adhering to all of these things mm. then that's good enough because you can't you it, you know one scenario is that you do you you adhere to this 100% for a few days and then forget about it for the rest of the days and the other is that you be 80% consistent every single day exactly and that's what makes all the difference so as long as you're 80% there across all these four disciplines then you can call your day and your life a performance day Correct. and that is the you know that changed a lot of things for me when i think about my own health status yeah uh and i no more look at i do work out every day uh i put in you know that i put in a lot of effort in my workout but then that's just one part of it correct and you know those what do you do for the you know i spend maybe an hour or 90 minutes at at the gym but rest of those uh you know rest of whatever is remaining in those 24 hours what do you do yeah. during that is also absolutely important uh so for me it's correct. not just workout but it's so much more i think that's a great point because uh it's a fantastic takeaway because what you do in that one hour it's it's a lot of effort everyone puts in for the 60 minutes or 90 minutes right but that is fitness and that's one aspect of health but what you do the rest of the day or what you do in 24 hours covers health yeah right so he said movement he said nutrition he said sleep he said mindset right so all of these are the different aspects yeah. of health and if you've got pretty much all the aspects of health in place then you know you are going to you know be kind of fit be healthy feel great great energy all of that um taking a step back right you mentioned about how when you were in corporate you had those days of you know just bad sleep bad food you know alcohol and all of that and probably i mean alcohol by itself is not a problem everything in moderation is yeah. great for you uh but when you overdo it it's a problem but that that lifestyle that you didn't quite enjoy do you think that trying to make that change in that lifestyle led you to fitness and led you to cult yeah i think uh trying to it wasn't for me about just making a change in that lifestyle i wasn't happy about it for sure uh i mean honestly i also like to look good and that yeah. was that was playing up on my mind because i started gaining weight and things and of course i mean more than looking good my health was like i said taking a back seat uh 
and I sort of started realizing that, I mean, I what I love to do is being very active, play yeah. a sport. Uh, I am competitive by nature, like any anybody else who's you know into sports, and that's something that I haven't been doing at all. Like I've gone into a very wrong direction. Maybe I'm trying to do something about my career. I'm trying yeah. to earn a living and things, but this is what satisfy satisfies my soul. Uh, so I, at that time, I just wanted to get back into sports shape and yeah, uh, and uh, also wanted to get back yeah. into shape and i thought that sports will you know it will solve uh for my mental wellness and for my physical well-being yeah and hence i chose getting back into sport as you know one of the ways of getting back to my previous uh, lifestyle change in the lifestyle that i had at that moment just happened because the moment i started uh practicing a sport started learning a new skill I just stopped doing things that I shouldn't have done, like Correct. eating so much junk or overeating a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of food. And there is this uh, uh, based on a bunch of studies in uh, behavior science. There is this uh, concept called uh, Keystone Habit. Mm. It's written beautifully in the book called The Power of Habit. A brilliant book, uh, highly recommended for people who want to make a change. Uh, in their uh, lifestyle, backed by research and evidence and, and things. Power so, of habit. Yeah, the power of habit. Yeah. Uh, it's a brilliant, brilliant book. Highly recommended for everybody. So this, in one of the chapters, they've spoken about keystone habit. So keystone habit can be anything. It does not necessarily has to be around health and fitness. Yeah. Even first thing, getting up and making your bed is a keystone habit for a lot of people. Correct. There is a lot of research that says people who make their bed first thing in the morning are more productive at work, are also less spendthrift, uh, they have better savings, they have better relationship, right? And it's all of this is not... Very interesting. It's, it's, it's not by chance. So for me that, uh, I mean, it's making your bed is one thing. Another what people follow is just waking up and decluttering your space yeah. because you have things lying around like you have your water bottle there and you have your phone charger and you have maybe your books and things like that so you wake up and you declutter your space you automatically feel really really good yeah and okay. if you feel happy about having done something first thing in the morning just bank upon it that the rest of the day will go in that direction true for me that keystone habit i realized was being very active uh, was getting a great workout and it still is uh, in fact uh, today is my rest day and uh, at home uh, I was just talking to my wife and she realized that I'm not as lively as I am <laughs> generally and so she was telling me that why aren't you even on your rest day just go to the gym <laughs> and get some easy workout and come back because you're very different when you've worked out versus when you've not. True. So for me that uh, <clears throat> uh, exercise first thing in the morning is the keystone behavior yeah. that drives you know, everything, everything for me, everything through the day, everything through the week and, you know, for the month and, and, and so on. Uh, so when I started working out, like I said, it just, everything else just fell in, fell into place. So it wasn't really to uh, change uh, Your, the bad lifestyle. Yeah. It was just to start doing something that I really love to do and that fixed everything for me. True. Yeah. I think I can say the same thing about myself.
if I've not worked out or if I haven't started my day with exercise, I'm not the most pleasant person to be around, right? And I feel a lot <laughs> of us who wake up to work out feel that way. Yeah. And and it's okay. I mean, it's what floats our boat, so why not, right? Yeah. But um, tell me, so, so obviously you, again, changed your lifestyle. You made fitness such an integral part. And I remember your face of training hard, mm. right? It's like, you know, train hard or go home sort of a concept. <laughs> I know you don't do that anymore. Yeah. But at that point, I remember for you, fitness was everything, right? It was like everything else didn't matter so much. Also, because at the start of cult, working long hours, bad sleep. I remember that phase where you were yeah. struggling with sleep. And, you know, and you fixed all of it over, over the years. And it's taken time and it's taken a lot of patience and diligence and a whole lot of things, right? But, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, the, the whole training hard bit, because a lot of us still train very hard. Yeah. For some of it, it works well. For some, you know, we just think that that's the end goal of training really hard and nothing else matters, yeah. which is probably not the right approach, right? But a little bit of your thought on, you know, how training doesn't have to always be hard or doesn't ever have to be hard. And you can still look great. You know what I mean? A little, yeah. few, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, of course, uh, I've had the hardest time training with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, sort of hardest time in a good way. I really enjoyed <laughs> training with you. Uh, <clears throat> that, of course, there was, there was a time when, you know, crushing myself at the gym every single day was something. In fact, multiple, sometimes a couple of times a day was something that I used to look forward to. Uh, I mean, my and at that time, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was, I mean, of course, also much younger than. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is about six, seven years back. Yeah. Uh, my body was sort of supporting that kind of workout. I was recovering in time and all of that. Uh, and that, over a period of time, I just started realizing that uh, you know my body is taken a sort of a toll. I got some injuries that are structural in nature. I live with them, but yeah, you know at. At some point, I just I was just able to figure that making a change in how I train and how I recover is supremely, supremely important. If I don't do that, I'm not going to be able to work out like this for, uh, Ever. for you know, forever. And that's something that I just want to do until, I mean, until I live, I just want to keep lifting weights at the gym. Okay. And that's what I recommend to everybody that at, at any point in time, people should be lifting uh, weights. It does not have to be heavyweight all the time yeah. but resistance training is important um, so I just realized that that change is important um, so from that kind of training uh, you know that I've, I've yeah. changed yeah. a lot in how I spend those 60 to 90 minutes at yes. the gym how I also you know treat myself for the uh, rest of the week and yes. uh, and so on and that change has it's allowed me to just, you know, work. I still work. I still work very hard at the gym. It's not that I don't. My modality is different. The yes. way of training is different. But it's not that I'm going easy at the gym. I'm yes. still giving myself a hard time. But it's not like I'm dead at the end of the workout. Yeah. I actually feel great at the end of the workout. And that's what the workout is supposed to do to you. You should feel better than how you were feeling before the workout. True. And that was one mindset change uh, for mm. me. Uh, so change my workouts to very, very, very hypertrophy driven. Uh, of course, still keeping it very 
uh, very holistic. I do not train just for hypertrophy. I'll make sure that I'm able to still move in different directions yeah. and uh, still able to jump and still able to sprint and things like that. But I've sort of periodized all of that in a way that it just matches up with my yeah. how I'm recovering. Yeah. Uh, and also to everybody, I think if you like to uh, like go hard or go home, <laughs> if that's what you like to do, do that as long as you feel that you're recovering uh, from those workouts. Fair, uh, yeah. If you're, and that, uh, I mean, you don't really need gadgets for it. You tell yourself, I mean, you, you know that if you're feeling True. up for the workout, if you're feeling excited to go and hit the gym once again and lift heavy weights, then 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 go for it. And if if you're not, then maybe you should slow down. At time, I think it's it's also always better to speak to some experts uh, in that domain who can yeah. help you understand your recovery quotient, who can also help you speed up that recovery process. Yeah. I mean, what I want to tell people is that, uh, and that's one change that I'd made back then, and I've made especially after uh, the birth of my son, because I knew that I'm not going to be, I don't have the liberty to stretch one hour a day like I used to do Correct. before and you know fasten up my recovery and things like that so I have now changed my workouts to a lot around recovery then uh, then you know breaking my muscle down and, and working out yes. so that's the message is you know treat recovery as one of uh, key equally yeah. important equally uh, important. part of your fitness routine yeah uh, and that should help you work out for yeah. much longer yeah absolutely um Another very important aspect, you know, and that's something that before we, you know, end, we, we I want to talk about is he, uh, sleep, right? Sleep is something we, a lot of us just getting so busy, even with our, while we are studying, while we start off our corporate life or whatever it is, we kind of tend to give least amount of priority, mm. right? And you've done it. I've done it. Literally everyone I know has done it. And the sooner you realize, the better and, you know, work on it and stuff like that. But I know you uh, did a lot of changes to fix your sleep. And I know you've, you've suffered a lot with your sleep and it's given you literal nightmares. Times when he would tell me that uh, the thought of evening is scary because <laughs> then I know I'm going to struggle to fall asleep and it's not a space I want to be in, but you've completely fixed it. So... A little bit on because sleep is such an integral part of health and we're going to go deep into the topic of sleep, you know, uh, in another episode. But a little bit on, you know, what did you do? How did you fix it? I know it was damaging you. Yeah, it was um, It was quite bad. You've seen it uh, closely. And, uh, <clears throat> and of course, yeah, I mean, the thought of I would start feeling anxious as, uh, uh, you know, as the evening starts because I know that I'm going to have to go and yeah. try to fall asleep and then and that's not going to happen and I'm just going to be I'm just going to keep twisting and turning and night's going to be rough morning's going to be bad and I have to work out which which by the way I never stopped and that yeah. was if I think about it now that was one mistake that I had made probably uh, you know the training induced stress was also contributing uh, to everything else and I had, at that time I didn't think about it but now uh, probably because I know more I've yeah. read more and yeah. and I if 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 I could turn back time, maybe that was that could have been one change True. that I would have made at least for uh, the the time being until I fix it. But then yeah, I did a bunch of things. I spoke to a few experts, uh, and I mean I, I I read a lot about 
uh, this concept. There's this this beautiful book called uh, Why We Sleep. By Why Ma- We Sleep. Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Again, a lot of research quoted in that in that book about uh, about sleep. Uh, so another, if if people want to go understand more about sleep, then this yeah. book is definitely recommended. Uh, I mean, not that. Uh, I mean, I read this book very recently, uh, but then the sleep issues were much Correct. much before that. So, what I did to fix my sleep was, again, very simple habit building and behavior design, especially keeping my sleep as the primary objective. Uh, so, what I did was I started following a pre-sleep ritual, routine, uh, and the idea was that uh, you just have to tell your brain that this is time to fall asleep, so that the brain starts to yeah plan uh, it already, prepare yeah uh, to sleep. And how that happens is you do that same thing uh, every single day, whether or not you are able to, whether or not it induces sleep, you continue doing it and give it some time. True. Uh, so I just built a pre-sleep uh, routine for myself, which included uh, reading a book, uh, and that that's how I actually got into the habit of Correct. reading uh, reading books. I yes, never, yes. I was never a reader uh, before that. Uh, and now I can't fall asleep without Reading. without really like if if I don't have the time, five pages or yeah, you know, just ten pages. Yeah. But then there's never a time when I'm not reading and falling asleep. Uh, so reading a book, close the book down, do a, a ten minute guided meditation session, and after that just close your eyes and lie down. Uh, what I also do, did during the sleep was, I mean during because initially it's not that I read a book. Uh, on day one, I did some meditation on day one, and I automatically f- fell asleep. That's not how it happened because I still struggled to fall asleep. Uh, so what I what I also started doing at that time was just try to do something to first of all fix my relationship with sleep, because like I said, it was it was getting bad. I was anxious about thought yeah. of what, thought of going getting yeah. to bed. So what I did was uh, the time I just tried to fall asleep but if i wasn't able to fall asleep i would just get up and start reading that book again because i didn't want to you know keep that ba- the 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 relationship that yes. i had built with my bed yes. which is that i'm only going to be twisting and turning here yes. and i'm not going to get that restful sleep so i just thought that if i'm not able to fall asleep just just get up and do something else and that something else for me was just start reading yeah, that book yeah. again and whenever you feel like falling asleep go back to it so I started doing these Little very things, small yeah. things, and uh, this ten minutes of meditation became twenty minutes of meditation. Uh, then it became a morning twenty-minute meditation, and also a night twenty-minute yeah. meditation. Uh, and with time, I just didn't realize when uh, sleep started happening. And uh, I mean, just I sleep, happened. I sleep nice nine hours, ten hours sometimes. Uh, That's lovely. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, Sleep has yeah. been sleep has been quite fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really helped me do better at work. Absolutely, uh, it's helped me do better at my at my workout. Yeah, and lot of other things. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And it's it's such a it's 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 a topic that we need a lot more attention, lot more talking because obviously the our generation, younger generation, everyone's just ignoring sleep. Like it's probably yeah. Just read this read this thing. book once. Why we sleep, and yeah, you'll know how sleep. important. Yeah, I mean, there are so many things that that are happening during the sleep. sleep. You're just thinking that 
he's sort of sleeping and doing nothing. But in reality, whatever new skills you are trying to learn are only getting processed and converting Bodies. into yeah. uh, that you know single point of success while you are sleeping in different phases of the sleep. Yes. Uh, so if you're if you're not sleeping enough, then you're actually taking much longer to build those skills, and it will still be suboptimal. Yeah. And everything like your workout is a skill. There are new skills that you're learning Absolutely. in your workout every single time, yeah. or or anything else at work, or a language you're trying to learn. Yeah. All of that will be super efficient if you're just if your sleep is super efficient. Fair. I think that's like one of the single most aspect of health uh, that, that just needs to be incorporated no no matter what. I I feel like you can probably bring in fitness a little later on. Yeah. Start with the foundation, which is sleep and just fixing that yeah. first, everything else can fall into place a little later yeah. on, right? Sleep is the foundation for everything. Yeah, else. for everything. Awesome. Ha! Huh. That's uh, I'm going to bring Risha back for more. Obviously, we've we're now going to you know we're running out of time and we're going to uh, end this episode. Uh, but you've heard from him how he moved from a sports person to not so fit and healthy to again focusing a lot of fitness and then to bringing in so many different aspects of health together to feel great, to feel extremely efficient and productive every single day because everyone has bad days. But yeah, and, and to look fab, you know. So it, it takes more than just one thing to put all of that together. But any uh, last message before we say bye-bye? I think, uh, I mean, when it comes to health or anything in general, uh, I mean, what derails the plans is generally all or nothing approach yeah so message to everybody is that uh, <clears throat> whatever behavior you want to build whatever skill you want to build just start small just start slow and have that bare minimum that you're practicing every day yeah uh, congratulate yourself for having done that every single day because yes. a lot of science says that that is how a behavior gets wired into your brain uh, and then your brain, you know, gets into that autopilot way of doing it. And you'll never know when those five minutes yeah. become 10 minutes and 15 and 20. And it becomes a part of your True. identity and your lifestyle. So forget about the all or nothing approach. Yes. Uh, start slow and be consistent. Be and consistent, that's yeah. what takes you ahead in any discipline. Absolutely. Yeah. Consistency and a routine and everything that you do is very, very important. Thank you so much, Rish. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, I know if you get talking about, you know, health, one can go on for really, really <laughs> long. But I'm sure listeners and viewers probably like it if it's like 20, 30 minutes. So we're trying to do all our episodes within that time. But we will have Rishabh back because there's so much more about fitness in particular that, you know, I would like Rishabh to share with you. And if you want to directly ask him certain questions, please feel free to reach out to him maybe on his Instagram. Uh, it's Rishabh Telang, simple. Okay, and he also shares a lot of tips there uh, whenever he can. But otherwise, please uh, share this. If you, if you found this interesting and if you, there's some good takeaway for you, share it. Uh, show us lots of love. Okay, anywhere, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. And yeah, subscribe to the podcast of The Health Project and you're just going to get an amazing lot of information on all aspects of health. And please remember, the CultFit app is your one-stop destination for all your fitness, health, and lifestyle needs. So do explore the app. And yeah, please share your feedback with us, right? You take care. And we're going to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>